This is the Believer's Response with Bami Dele and Althea. You're welcome to our podcast where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey, 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 people. How you doing today? Hello. Hi, sis. Hi. How are you? I'm good. You're the laughing one today. I know, because I was trying to force myself not to not to answer for the people. Oh. <laughs> Every episode, I'm like, hey, no, wait till she asks you. Don't answer for them. So, yes, I am fine. How are you? I am doing great. Wonderful. <laughs> Filled with wonder. I was watching, was it, was it a docu, no, it's not a documentary. It was like maybe... Like an advertisement, and this someone said, um, "How are you doing? I'm successful." And you, <laughs> that was so I'm funny. Successful. The way she said it, Tiffany like Haddish. Oh, it that's a good rebuttal. Okay, exactly. yeah. that was so funny. I'm successful. I'm successful. You, <laughs> you didn't know what to say. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of like because people always answer, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah, you know, like it was like, so abrupt. Just like, to mirror what mm-hmm. the other person is saying. Yeah, <laughs> I was successful. I'll I'm successful too, somewhere. girl. <laughs> <laughs> in my own way yep 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 mm-hmm. so hope you're successful out there people yeah be successful <laughs> okay so people like we've always been saying let us know what's been blessing you mm-hmm. please share with us don't be a blessing hoarder let us know what's been blessing you every day is a blessing mm-hmm. to see the light of the of the day is a Amen. blessing Amen. when you wake up in the morning and you Amen. open your eyes and you're like mm-hmm. i made it thank you jesus thank you lord let's mm-hmm. go so it's always a blessing and apart from that those are the basics the fundamentals there are other yes. things that god will do Amen. so today i will be sharing what's been blessing me so as i was saying please let us know on our ig platform on our ig page share with us it's called believers response just as the name goes believers response let's know what's been blessing you and if you would like to email us our email is on the instagram page as well let us know what's been blessing you um and also you can leave a review especially if you're listening through itunes you know the podcast on um on apple phone let us know what's been blessing you please share if this um, podcast has been a blessing to you in any way as well. That could be what's been blessing you. Let us know. Thank you. So, Hello. and uh, we're, we're trying every day to make sure that it's worth the while. So please let us know. Encourage us, you know, mm-hmm. as we encourage ourselves, encourage us. Let us know how this is affecting you. All right. So I'll, I'm going to jump in right into it. What's been blessing me? So for me, it's this song. It's this song, I'm, I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to fall into that temptation of singing it. <laughs> but the line that says, I will sing to you the day we shall see. Huh? That line in I've the never song. I've heard that song before. Yeah, it's, it's this. Who sings it? Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Joe Praise is his name. Oh, okay. Yes, it's one of his mm-hmm. new songs. That song just. Oh, that's the one you said you were going to send me. No, right? that's not the one. 
That's not it. Oh no no no. Oh okay. that one is God of Vengeance. I didn't send it. Oh no, you didn't send it. God of Vengeance. Yeah. Okay. God of Vengeance. That's Heavenly Joy's jam. Okay. This one is my jam. That means she likes this too. This one too. Okay. So this one is that just that line that says, "I will sing to you the day we shall see." It's just ah. Just that line when I sing it, yes, like, oh, I cannot wait, Lord, please help mm-hmm. me through the journey of life mm-hmm. that I will get to sing to you the day we shall see. It's, it's like, hey, you know, you're keeping, it's, it's, you can tell the relationship at mm-hmm. that point to say, I will sing to you the day we shall see. And I really am saying it myself as well, even though it's Joe Praise's song, but I'm owning yeah. it myself and I'm yeah, saying, Lord, that I will get to sing to you the day we shall see. So it's, I know, I know singing that song will affect so many areas of my life as well. Because the more I think about it, the more I know I got to do things right, man. Don't you because... want to affect you now and sing it? <laughs> <laughs> start right now. <laughs> Should it start now? Should the process okay. start now? Why now? Why now? Thank you. I, want I to told be you I didn't want to fall into the temptation. <laughs> Your Your smile is so mischievous. (laughs) No, I want to hear what it is. Okay, so let's sing. I could be blessed. Thank you, sis. I will sing it. I serve a God who is powerful. Hallelujah. That's the response. Mm -hmm. It's a call and response. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I serve a God who is powerful. Hallelujah. I serve a God who is mighty. Yo, yo, yo. Hallelujah. You were ready to say hallelujah. You were sorry. With hallelujah. Hey. All right. Let me just sing okay. it by myself so I can save time. Thank you. Hello. I serve a God who is one powerful. Hallelujah. I serve a God who is mighty. Yo, yo, yo. This God is a good God. Hallelujah. You can call him a miracle. Miracle, Papa. So the next line that says, when I think about all the things you've done, then I think about the things that you are, the God that you are. I can't remember the song. The line that says, I'm, I'm going go to go, go, go back to the line that says, uh, I'm doing the support hum. The, there's a line. Okay, the line that I was singing is, I will sing to you the day we shall see. I missed the song. So, but that line, I will sing to you the day we shall see. Oh, amen. It just, it's, it's, I can't yes. wait. I can't wait. I mean, I can Thank wait, you. but I, I really want to sing to him the day we the shall day see. We shall I pray see. that God wow. will make Six it, of the future. make it a possibility for me. Amen. And myself, my walk will make amen. it a possibility amen. for me. Amen. And for everyone else. so us. shall it be. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. Woo! Imagine. <laughs> yeah, just imagine. Yes. I can only imagine. Yeah, that was my baptism song. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you do it. Yeah. So, sis, what's been blessing you? Well, sis, it's another song and you have to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're I'm successful. <laughs> no, legit. Look at my notes. It's another song. Awesome. It's fine. Yeah, it's by um, it's, it's it's called it's listed as the anthem, but it's uh, what you cannot do does not exist. It's fine. By Dunson Oyeka. Oh yes, yes, song. girl. What you cannot do. Is it at it? Is it? I got yes. the melody wrong. Does not exist. Huh? Oh, I can't remember. I, I mean, it's I don't like know. It very okay, well. I got the lyrics anyway, just Sing so it. the people can Sing hear it. it. 
Yeah, it says, we know you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek your face. All power is in your hands. With you, nothing is impossible to do. And then he says, um, this is the confidence. This is the confidence that when we come to you, what you cannot fix. What you cannot do, what you cannot solve, does not exist. Oh. Uh, just singing that song, just and I've been, and it's and that's all the song is over and over again. And I remember he's the reward of those who diligently. I think him. there was a pastor that was saying something. Oh, in yes, that yes, was powerful. Yes. He was given a testimony. Yeah, oh. I was going to talk about that yeah. part about people's lives that were saved because they believed, they dared to believe. Uh, I think one of the women was, um, her mother was declared clinically dead and he was doing the prayer and then she put the phone by the mother's ear and the mother revived and another man and just hearing the way he's telling us, like, oh, social making it today, I was like, come on, Jesus, Amen. come through, you know, just listening to him and just, you know, testimony is powerful, mm. you know, a, a lot of times people neglect giving and sharing their testimony, but you don't know what kind of life that could bring to somebody. Mm. As as much as this song, What You Cannot Do Does Not Exist, mm. spoke life into me, the testimony spoke life. And the last testimony was of a man that had a brain surgery and he wasn't slated to even I remember stand the song up. now. Yeah. What you cannot do does not exist. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah that's pretty much it. It's something like, I'm not but getting the last uh, line melody it right. It does not exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're a water of those who diligently seek Why are your we face. Such singers? What you cannot fix. And I'm just like, wow. And I just keep going back and forth. And mm. just hearing this. And every time I listen to it, I hear something new. Mm. Like there's a part where he said, I heard, I listened to it again this morning. And he said, um, God will give you what you need to stand in that place. And I was like, whoa, really? Okay, so something new came out of it but anyway that was <laughs> that was if you want to listen to the song Please. fellow believers just google this guy this man is a worshiper he is warrior worshiper worshiper and this is the anthem right now what you cannot do does not exist I, even though it's worded in a way because you know he's he's in a foreign land but um i wouldn't have worded it this way speaking american standard english but that doesn't take anything away from no. The song at all. What you cannot do does not exist. Yes. There's nothing too hard. So and that actually leads us into our topic for today. So uh, let's be blessed. I'm Amen. ready. Amen. So to let's let's just jump right into the topic. Mm-hmm. The topic says, Did God tell you that? Did God tell you that? And basically the focus is just for us to have confidence in hearing God. It's basically that's what it is so did God tell you that how many things has God told us and we're like uh, I'm not sure and you know like um, like Gideon we throw our fleas where we're always trying to confirm mm-hmm. you know like yeah. um, okay so God I know I've done a lot of things like okay so when I get there actually Eliezer also Thank did you. it hello yeah <laughs> Eliezer the ser- is it no don't let me give him a name I'm not sure the servant of um, Abraham when Abraham needed to get a wife mm-hmm. for his son Isaac 
mm-hmm. and he told him put your hand in my thigh and all that yeah. and swear mm-hmm. that you will go to my my people's house my father's house and get a wife for my son you know that man prayed a prayer in his heart that lord please help me that any woman that comes the virgin actually said a virgin that will come to feed all uh, my animals and you know take care of them and make sure that they are all fed yeah is the one that should be the what is it called the wife of my my uh, my master's my son, master's yeah. son. Mm-hmm. and god answered that prayer i believe mm-hmm. i mean we yeah. all say don't throw our fleas and all that we, we typically typically say that because the enemy manipulates things like that we can't throw the fleece out is that what you're saying you, I've heard people, I've heard don't throw uh, the out. ministrations about uh, preaching uh, not sermons. Out. Yeah, not okay, to throw out fleas. Like, okay. be careful because mm-hmm. enemy, especially when it comes to marriage, you know how you mm-hmm. say, ah, if he's the one that gives me this book, if he gives me a book, then it's his, it's him. And then this one will bring you a book. <laughs> and then one crazy one brings a book to you. <laughs> so are you going to no. say, no, 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 no. But then on the other hand, it can work though. Because it, it can. Yes. But because it can be manipulated. Yes. So you just need yes. to hear that voice and you're good. Okay, Instead of throwing out. Yeah, like signs that the enemy mm-hmm. can manipulate. When, mm-hmm. you know, Moses threw down his rod, mm-hmm. it turned into a snake. Those soothsayers do the same thing. It turned into a snake. So you see, the enemy can mimic what God can do. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not the authentic thing, but he can mimic it. And because we are we are we are human mm-hmm. to tell the difference it's gonna t- because you threw the fleas out <laughs> so to tell the true. difference it's That's gonna true. take a lot only when it's so clear like okay if a madman <laughs> comes to give you more, <laughs> if a madman gives you but you know i think would you say oh like, god we heal him <laughs> what, what is that <laughs> that's you you what to be saying? explicit exactly like, that's book, another one a book and what else no madman mad no <laughs> <laughs> let him bring a book let him not be mad let him i don't know what other other someone i know yes, you know yes. all this is but those those mm-hmm. things oh i threw a lot of fleas thank god they didn't <laughs> but you know so these things are very dangerous in the sense that mm-hmm. the enemy can manipulate them i think that's the major reason yeah why we should not do that and i when you do it as a like a very young believer i think mm-hmm. god will overlook that's yeah. my opinion I think God will overlook and, you know, because I think I've done some and I could tell, okay, this is God. And it worked because my faith yeah. was so in that. Mm-hmm. But now I won't try it because I know better. <laughs> but you know, that I think that goes with the Bible verse that says that, you know, when you're a baby, you drink milk. But then as you grow, yes, you have to what? Two bones. Is it two bones? Mm-hmm. Eat two. Yeah. Eat so, me two bones. Eat, yeah. So as a baby i guess that would represent the milk yes god needs to and when he called gideon out gideon was really fresh you know he had was living off of the faith of the stories that were told about his ancestors exactly when he even met the angel he was asking what where are the great things that you did um that was supposed to have been done to our fathers our forefathers why don't any of these so he's living on past glorious stories and he didn't have any of those experiences of Mm -hmm. his own so he would be a fresh behind the ears person Yes, but yes, I mean, that's true. Uh, thankfully, he was obedient. Yes, and the thing mm-hmm. that about that is also the way I see it is God uses those things to draw us in. Mm-hmm. If you're a fresh believer, God uses that, you know, to draw you in. Like, okay, you, you're beginning to see, oh, okay, God, mm-hmm. God, you can connect with God on those 
kind of level so yes. god uses it to attract attract and then when you settle down and understand then yeah that's true he begins you know to tell you you know you, you yeah. can't do that you can not no that's not you're beyond that so and like he so said behold i will do a new thing exactly so Old if you're things, looking for a fleece forget about god the is past. trying to show you something mm-hmm. else to authenticate that experience then and you're looking for fleeces still <laughs> yeah it's it's and those kind of like throwing out fleece as well is not i don't think it will stand the test of time mm-hmm. over time when you're when you're now growing it won't hold any water at I, i mean depends i'm not sure but that's how i feel yes like you need you need that voice to really you know keep you going so that's um somewhat a long intro so sis <laughs> well it, it did encompass a lot of the things that we're going to talk about mm. so i mean i would just say that definitely if uh, to answer the question um i say sometimes did god tell you that yes sometimes because i want to grow into hearing more um continuously like all the time like the, and be 100% sure this is god mm-hmm. uh night day whenever you know, and one of the things I want to talk about uh, is something that we mentioned in the previous episode about just, you know, knowing, having the confidence in the voice of God. And that depends a lot on your mindset and the state of your mind as well. Like, is it crowded? One of the things we talked about last episode was having a crowded mind and what results from your mind being overcrowded. So, um, you know, when your mind is crowded, it could be crowded with a lot of different voices. You know, we hear the voice of God. I call them contending voices. And one of my prayers is to have all these voices over me, my family, all of my loved ones silenced in the name of Jesus. Because all of this is a whole bunch of static. So we have the voice we want to hear is God. We have our own voice. The enemy, of course. And we have other people's voices that try to exert their will. That's the way I said it the last. Exert. They try to make you do the things they want you to do. And, you know, that could also come from, like, direct family members, but it could also come from your traditional experience, your culture, what is stipulated for you to do. You're the eldest. You're the youngest. This is what you have to do. Or you're outside of the, of, of the dictates of the family. So one of the things that blessed me from um, last week's service, the youth sermon, I'm, I'm going to quote it here. I actually searched it up, and it's a quote from this man named Peter, Druck, Peter Drucker. And um, it was made famous by the owner of Ford, the president of Ford, actually, not the owner, Mark Fields. It says, culture eats strategy for breakfast. So what does that mean? It's like, you know, when you introduce culture, okay, if you don't take culture into consideration, when you're going in to try to reform anything, you're going to, you're going to be on the losing end because you neglected culture and the culture is the thing that destroys strategy when you're trying to strategize but then someone comes in and says no this is not the way we do this thing (laughs) then you know that crowds out everything that you're trying to work on and also i use this to just say that if you have a crowded mind and you also have whatever your cultural dictates are in there as well can I share this Bible verse? Go ahead. When you were talking about that culture, it's strategy for breakfast. This Bible verse came to me. Deuteronomy 19, 14. Mm-hmm. It says, you shall not remove your neighbor's landmark, which the men of old have set in your inheritance, which you will inherit in the land that the Lord, your God is giving you to possess. Mm-hmm. So that part of saying the men of old have set it. You cannot just carelessly remove the landmark. Yes, you it's a landmark. <laughs> you, you have to be... Even your strategy has to be with <laughs> loaded wisdom. Yeah. 
It has to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be wisdom and um, tact, being tactful, mm-hmm. being decisive in how mm-hmm. you choose to approach a situation. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Sometimes culture has to die. Innovation, yes, please. innovation has to come forward. Mm-hmm. Our God is a forward-moving God. Mm-hmm. He came and he didn't do the things the, the uh, Pharisees and the Sadducees mm-hmm. did. He didn't do anything the same way. He talked to prostitutes. He employed liars, um, tax collectors, and these kind of things. Saved a woman caught in adultery. I mean, come on, this is this is our God. So we can't keep looking for the same predictable, <clears throat> you know patterns and we and we have to be innovative as well and one of the ways we have to do that is basically to uh free our mind from that overcrowding so that we can hear the voice of god so that we can properly strategize move to move forward um and a couple of the episodes that we uh recorded uh actually touch this a little bit and it kind of helps you to kind of get around this establishing the voice of God. One of them is um, from a long time ago. Uh, is isolation a good thing for a believer? So that was one episode, I think. That might have been our second or third episode. Um, another one is how to detox with the word of God. And uh, the most recent one, this previous one we just did two weeks ago, Can You Be Reset? So listen to these episodes, okay? So it'll, it'll give you a, a fuller picture and kind of like these episodes that we do build on each other as well. So when you go back and you listen, you kind of get a, a, a deeper understanding of certain things. In some episodes, we talk more about some subjects where we might just brush, brush it over here uh, today. So... My first point is, how do you know if God told you something? So number one for me is, did you ask or are you seeking something from God? Once you seek God, you will find him. If you seek him with your whole heart, that's what it says in Jeremiah 29, 13. So if you're seeking God about a situation, if you have something that's on your mind, something pressing, you want to move on from, uh, I guess, a, a relationship, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about marriage people. I'm talking about, uh, like, you may be in association with somebody, maybe a business venture, or maybe a, a career. Maybe you're trying to choose a path. If you're a younger individual, you're trying to choose a career path, and you're seeking God for guidance, you know, or you may want to be able to manage your finances better. Different kind of um, daily situations that we face as well, that if you seek Him, you will find Him, if you seek Him with your whole heart. And I... I wrote two people from the Bible that uh, always come to mind when I think about seeking God. My, my favorite one, Esther, of course, from Esther 4.14, where she fasted and she prayed before she went before the king. She And she obtained favor in the king's sight. And then also King David, um, when he says in 2 Samuel chapter 5, 18 to 19, you can go ahead and read that. But um, they, he asked, and I'm going to just read a snip from it from the International Children's Bible. Um, that's my new jam, International Children's Bible. Um, <laughs> it says, uh, David asked the Lord, should I attack the Philistines? Will you help me defeat them? What a bold question is that? Should I attack? Will you help me defeat? So basically, if I do this thing, tell me if I should, first of all, and then tell me if I'm going to win. And that's that's the question he asked. And God told him what? Go. I will certainly help you defeat them. So we shouldn't think that, okay, we, there are asinine questions that we're asking God, especially when he's, at, he's telling us, he's beseeching us so many times in the Bible to seek him and to ask and to try to find answers. My second point is that God is reliable when you seek him. And we see that in Matthew chapter 7, 
um, verses 7 to 12, this is the verse where um, uh, Jesus is saying, what would, what would you do if your son asked you for bread? Which would you give him, a stone? Or if, you, if your son asked you for fish, would you give him a snake? Again, this is the International Children's Bible. But um, basically, if God is, at, is, is there to give you so much, why are we so, uh, what is the word? It's not anxious, but hesitant to ask. It is here in the word that if you ask for bread, he's not going to, there's no double take here. It's not like, you know, he's going to give you the bait and switch, <laughs> like, a, like a used car salesman. Like you come in there, you want to get the best deal, and then you leave out of there with some remorseful buy that you just bought, you know. But this is God's, he's guaranteed. He said, even though you are bad, you know how to give good gifts to your children. So surely your heavenly father will give good things to those who ask. So, and even asking too, when we look at these verses here, is a sign that you don't know it all. It's a sign that you're seeking for help, that you're not self-reliant, that God is there, that you recognize that God is your source and your resource. So asking is asking of God repeatedly shows your reliance on him, not your own power, not your own might, as it says in Zechariah uh, 4, 6, not by might nor by power, but by the spirit, by the spirit says the almighty God. So we have to ask, and there's nothing wrong with asking again. And I, I asked my sister this before, is it okay? Is it okay to ask again? How many times should you ask God for something that you've been praying for? You ask until your joy is full. That's Thank what you. the Bible says. Ask until your joy is full. <laughs> Lovely. And it's funny because I was taught the opposite of that. I'm not asking again. I'm so angry. Whoever said I that keep see, I know. <laughs> You know, I don't even think it was a person that said it to me. I think it was like a train of, of, of being taught that mm. you're not going to go and keep asking God for the same thing because he already knows what you want. And I think that's how I interpreted learning that and also what I was taught. I don't think anybody sat me down and said, listen, you okay. only ask one time <laughs> and then that's it. But now I'm learning differently that ask until your joy is full keep asking and then it just keeps saying seeking you shall find knocking the door shall be opened unto you that's the word of god keep asking i mean it's okay not to knock away that thought mm -hmm. i think the only time it will make sense to say don't keep asking is when god has already said he would do it mm. then you thank him thank you yep. you know like it's like you you asked me for something i'm like i'm gonna you know this is, it's <laughs> yeah. done i'm Mm -hmm. This time, this time, even if I didn't give you a time, I already told you I'm gonna do it. It is finished. For you to now mm -hmm. ask me again might be annoying as a human now. Yeah. I'm talking as a human. But I think the response would be thank you for that thing you promised me. I know mm -hmm. you're gonna do it. Okay, so it's like a prayer of thanksgiving yes. instead of. So know, that might be right in that sense to say, okay, just thank God instead of always asking for that same thing. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's like you're making a supplication with Thanksgiving. Mm, exactly. And you're not repeating your supplication. Mm -hmm. So, um, another point I see here is that God God will repeat himself. And it says in Psalm 62, 11, that one thing God has spoken, two things have I heard. Once. Yes. Mm. Power belongs to, to you. God. Yes. So, yes. he's spoken once. But then that word that goes out there is confirmed. Right? So, you hear it. And then you might see it written somewhere in the word. You might hear a preacher preach it. Someone, your sister or brother in Christ might come and say something to you that's there. You know, that confirms that thing. Oh, and by the way, nobody should be coming to tell you anything. 
that God said to them that God has not said to you. I just want to say that, okay? God told me that, because people like to say that, God told me that you will marry Brother John. And you're like, yeah, who's Brother John? You know, no, 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 no. Did God tell you you were going to marry Brother John? And then this person came to confirm that Brother John is a good match. That's don't, don't, different. Don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> evil, a good evil people. <laughs> Destiny manipulated. Yes, God told me. All right. So why he didn't tell me? <laughs> it's my, I'm going to be the one married to him. So anyway, yeah. So God will repeat himself. So you look for the patterns. And that's another episode that we have also as well. Um, talking about patterns. So you look back on our list and you will see that there. So I was going to talk a little bit about this fleece thing. But we kind of talked a little. We talked enough about it, I think. Hmm. Um, about throwing the fleece out. And God, but God did confirm it for Gideon. But we established that Gideon was fresh. And God, you know, once you come up to a different level, to a higher level, um, in faith where you can confirm, where you can establish the voice of God, you won't have to ask God to, to wet the fleece for you or to wet the ground for you. And this story is in Judges 6, 33 uh, to 40. If you want to go and familiarize yourself with it, it's a story of Gideon and his fleece as he's going up to fight these um, Midianites, the Amalekites, and all these other ites that came up against him. <laughs> they incorporated against him. So why the fleece? Hmm. Gideon was just, he was scared. Let's be real. He was scared. And sometimes that happens, you know? So, yeah. So I would just say, okay, how do you know that God told you that? So once you have the word, you just trust him. You trust him. You trust him and you run with the word that he's given you. You know, um, in Hebrews eleven six, 6, it says that he's the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you're looking for, you seek him and you must expect that there will be something. You have to be expectant that something will come out of this. So it's just, you know, my prayer that we continue to distinguish the voice of God every Amen. time we hear it. Um, have the empowerment to heed that voice when we hear it. Amen. Not to try to be wise in our own eyes, but relax. We have to relax sometimes. Sometimes you just have to be calming down. And I'm just going to keep saying that. <laughs> 2021, calm down. Just be calming down, okay? <laughs> relax. Hey, <laughs> In your divinely given wisdom. God has given it to you for a reason. And and the leading of the Holy Spirit. And especially since you ask for something. Expect to see solutions. And you will have it in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I'll just stop right there. And um, sis. Yeah. I mean right from that. Psalm 119. Verse 9 to 96. Forever O Lord thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Mm -hmm. Thou hast established the earth and it abideth. So if God has said it, he will make it happen. So Amen. that's one of the thought trends that I, I'm, I've been having that. If God has said it, especially with this topic, mm -hmm. he will make it happen. But then there is um, another side to that. Um, there's this saying that any faith that leaves God to do all the work is an irresponsible faith. Mm -hmm. So even though now I'm talking in terms of, okay, when God has actually said it, you heard him clearly. He said mm -hmm. it. Okay, fine. So what do you do with that? I think that the, the essence of knowing that God said it is so that in, in case anything goes wrong, you can say, God, you told me this, what yeah. is going on? And then you can retrace your steps. 
or even when everything is going right you know that because he said it mm. that is why you are seeing it happen yes. so then what was your response is to thank him that he's a faithful father he mm. keeps to his promises he said it and it's happening okay. so there is always a part to play on our, uh, 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 there's always something to do on our part yes there's always something to do so um doing the work doing the work now what is the work it's basically what god has said like to, for you to do mm-hmm. in order to see what he has said he would do come to pass so there there are always things to do when god says something he doesn't just say it there's always something to do if it's mm-hmm. for you to keep you know he said we should remind him concerning his word if that's all you have to do in whatever he has said then you keep doing it if you have to take a particular step then we take that step but leaving everything to God and saying God has said it hard. God said that God said I'll be I'll be a great person. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I tell myself that every time, like, okay, whether you have gotten a prophecy of greatness, you gotta do the work. Yes. yes. It it doesn't take you away from doing the work. In fact, I think <laughs> there's more work. You know, one of my past uh, no, it's not one of my my pastor said greatness is a busy place. Greatness is a busy place. So, if you receive any prophecy of greatness, then know that you, you yes, gotta get yes, busy yes. for Jesus. <laughs> so, if if you're gonna be excited about greatness, mm-hmm. then it, it get excited about being busy for God. About that work. Yeah, the work. Not not even the busyness, because most people are busy doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But the work, doing the work, God's work. All right, moving on. So, James chapter two, verse fourteen. Um, I'm going to skip 15 and 16 and I'll read 17. So 14 and 17. It says, what does it profit my brethren? If someone says he has faith but does not have works, can faith save him? 17 says, thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So faith by itself, yes, thank God you are a believer. Thank God you are a jinjin for Jesus. You are jinjin. You are spilling cocoa. I'm ginger. <laughs> you are spilling cocoa for Jesus. But do the work. Let's do the work. Mm-hmm. I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging myself. Let's do the work I'm so that, you know, putting the work and the faith together, then we will see the results. Amen. Amen. So, um, and there's this song that says, God said it. I believe it. And mm-hmm. that settles it. My sister was talking about having a crowded mind. We have to be stable. Mm. We have to be settled in our spirit. And uh, as I was writing this, the, the picture of an unsettled water, you know, when you have a mixture of different things in a bottle, yeah, it's unsettled. You cannot see the, you, you know, everything, yeah. so many mm-hmm. crazy things Marking, in there. Dirty. But God is saying, don't let all those, you know, contending voices mix with what he is saying. We have to be settled to really know which one is God. Thank so you. if it's not settled, so have that picture of that unsettled water in a bottle and see yourself as the one that is set uh, as, okay, I'm settling this bottle. My heart needs to be settled mm-hmm. so that I can see what God is saying. So, and I wrote down that in our believing is a settling of the word. When we believe, then the word gets settled, you know, in our spirits. And okay. So please let's, be settled in our spirits if we believe it you know like that that song says god said it i believe it and that settles it it is my believing that creates the settlement 
if you don't believe even when god says it and you don't you don't believe yeah. it then there's no point you just keep keep jumping from one thing to another but when we believe then we we are settled and it's done so i just want to leave us with this um bible verse isaiah chapter 33 verse 6 um i hear this man of god um say it a lot and i'm still i'm still studying it. it's just one verse but i think it's so packed that you really need to understand it very but he says it every time it says um wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation the fear of the lord is his treasure wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times i'm just even just that line wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times you know applying wisdom based on the knowledge that you have received let's just say the knowledge is the word of god that you have received that will be the stability of your times it will keep you going even when you know so the fact that god has said it does not mean there will not be trouble thank you Hello. the fact that god has said it does not Can mean you, you will not face <laughs> Establish that the fact that God has said it does not mean uh, there won't be trouble. People, you know, we should. Gosh. The Bible says, "Cheer up, for I have overcome mm. the world." So He's saying there will be instances where you will question, like, "Okay, did you tell me to do this, God?" Like, "Okay." You, see the trouble. Mm. you know, I was listening to Tyler Perry, and he said <laughs> he was, you know, he had this dream of he's going to start this thing, this um, company, and all that, but things were not working and then on his job <laughs> he heard this voice that says quit and he was, he was telling people like i'm not saying go quit <laughs> but that's what i heard and he said for seven years after he, he, he quit his job he felt like god left him wow that wow. he was telling god you told me this and you just oh. you're just leaving me hanging like what is going but after seven years he started seeing the breakthrough but for those seven years it felt like it was just he lost his he lost everything. And he was, was homeless. He mm-hmm. yeah. was living in his car. So, Come on, God said it. It doesn't mean you won't face some obstacles. But that's, is, that becomes the anchor. Mm-hmm. Receiving that word becomes the anchor that keeps taking oh. you through. Like, mm-hmm. okay, even though, even though I'm going through this, God has said it. I will hold on to his word. And, you know, he who endures, he who overcomes, mm-hmm. then there is a reward for that person. So, Amen. May the Lord help us that we will not lose sight of that word that we have received. We will keep holding on to it. We will keep holding on to it. And we will get to that destiny of success, of breakthrough in Jesus' name. Exactly the picture Jesus had, that God had. when That picture he had when he spoke that word is will become our reality in the name of Jesus' name. Amen. So let's be blessed. Fellow believers. Fellow believers, please, as you listen to this, don't be selfish. Share with everybody. Share. Your enemies, again again. your friends, Thank you. your foes, Thank you. siblings, mommy, daddy, everybody. <laughs> of all, well, Apes. we say of all ages, because Heavenly yeah. Joy listens. Yes. Heavenly and Joy. she wants to join us. <laughs> <laughs> she has to be our guest. <laughs> you oh know, God. why not? We are a family-friendly show. <laughs> so... <laughs> <sighs> All right, we're so, out of here. Have a good one. Just remember Enjoy. one thing. As we always say, if you remain in him, you will be victorious because, because that's the, the believer's, believer's response. response. Amen. <laughs> Enjoy, Bye. guys. Bye. <laughs>